0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: Our next guest played with the Eskimos for four years as a D-end and won a great cup with the Eskimos in 2015. He now has a new job off the field as one of Edmonton's newest police officers. I'd like to welcome Ellie Nagoy. the show welcome oh thank you did I get it did I get it right I know you said people mess up your name fairly often That's good. (laughs) thank you so Ellie you were you were um, born in the Democratic Republic of Congo yes but 30 years ago you moved to Canada when you were 10 Um, tell us about about that leaving the DRC coming to Canada what was that move uh, like for you at that time
0: well it was really really hard so like uh, in uh, around Around the 90s, that's when like there was a, a sort of transition in power in the Congo, so uh, that uh, created a lot of conflict, and then it created a civil war. And uh, at the same moment, in uh, 1994, that's when like uh, the Rwandan genocide happens. So, like uh, there was lots of uh, population move, so uh, into the Congo, right? So like uh, my parents decided that. Uh, for our own safety, we had to leave the Congo. And because of uh, the military rule at that moment, uh, it was safer for me, uh, my siblings, to move and go into Zambia. And then uh, from, at that moment, like, contact uh, different governments in the world, uh, including Canada, so we can move here.
1: And uh, when you moved to Canada, yeah. where did where where became home at that point? Where in Canada?
0: Sherbrooke, Quebec was uh, <laughs> my home uh, <laughs> when I when I came here at ten. Yeah, it's so, like we were there for a while. Um, Congo was colonized by Belgium, so like uh, we spoke French over there. So okay. like uh, Quebec was just a smooth transition into uh, uh, into North America.
1: You tell a story about um, getting into a fight early on uh, <laughs> when you got there, and um, yeah. maybe that was kind of one of your first infractions. Introductions to policing in Canada. <laughs> what happened?
0: That was, uh, yeah, one of my first uh, interaction with uh, police. So, like, uh, I showed up there and um, I didn't have any bias. I thought everybody was equal. And, uh, yeah, I wanted to make friends, talk to them. And I realized at that moment that, uh, oh, maybe <laughs> some people are not so friendly. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was just playing around, and uh, this uh, guy basically decided to call. Like to call me like uh, using my skin and all, mm. just some racist term, right? Yep. So like uh, at that moment, I kind of shoved him a little bit, and I'm, I was a pretty big guy at that, <laughs> <laughs> at that point. So like, I shoved him, and then some people started to call the police. Uh, the police showed up, and then uh, they put me in cuffs and arrested me. So.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, and so you're you're like before you, before you came to Canada, yeah. um, po- police. Police in the Congo in yeah. the DRC not uh, a well-respected bunch, are they?
0: Not very respected. Uh, there's uh, a lot of corruption over there. Obviously, it's very very rich country, like a diverse culture, but like uh, yeah, it's a it's a dictatorship. Yeah, uh, it was a dictatorship in the in the 90s and didn't change uh, even now. So uh, yeah, like uh, there is a lot of corruption, uh, a lot of. Uh, And of police, just police and army people just, uh looking for their own benefits, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the community or the population so yeah. so
1: how you you told me just as you were walking in, we sat down I said, you know how's the new job going you said you'd yeah. always wanted to be a police officer yeah. Yeah. despite despite having um, a bad impression of them when you were a child and that that <laughs> interaction when you were 10 11 years old yeah. why did you always want to be a police officer
0: because you want to be that change you know, com- uh, in your community right uh, me uh what pushed me my entire life was that i've always wanted to uh take care of the innocent uh take care of the vulnerable you know so like uh the fact that i got arrested yeah it kind of <laughs> changed like uh, my image of police but like it didn't change the person that i was uh i always strive to uh, be able to help my community mm-hmm. like strive to be better Strive to make a difference also
1: So along the way you ended up playing football yeah. as well I suspect <laughs> that you walked into whatever school you're at and you're like, okay, you're playing football mister. Is that what happened?
0: <laughs> uh, hello. Yeah, that's what happened. That's uh, so like uh, <laughs> It's funny because I was at this school like uh, before like closer to my house uh, secondary school in Quebec the school system is kind of different and uh, all my friends moved to this other school I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just gonna move and then uh, I follow them (laughs) so when I went there and I wasn't in a program I was probably not going to get admitted yeah so uh, yeah I went down walked around the school talked to a few people and then talked to the (laughs) the football coach uh, Roger Bouchard yeah and then it's like you know what like uh, if you can get into this uh, football program, you're going to be registered, and everything should be fine. You'll be able to join your friends. I'm like, sure, why not? I'll try it out.
1: <laughs> Ellie Nagoy joining us in studio. You remember that name from the Edmonton Eskimos, winning a <laughs> winning a Grey Cup with the Eskimos in 2015. He is one of Edmonton's newest police officers now. So, um, you uh, you you played uh, you played football through college at Bishop's University in Quebec. You yeah. earned a bachelor of arts degree in sociology, criminology, and social policy. Yeah, that's right. So how did you, you know, how did you put your dreams of being a police officer on a hold to get into the CFL? Like, what did what happened there? Is it just it was an opportunity to say, I'm going to do it"?
0: <laughs> it? It was never on hold. I always had it, like, uh, in the back of my head. You know, like, you know, if football is not... Gonna work out, then I'm for sure gonna be a, a police officer at some point. At least I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a hard job. But like uh, I've heard a lot of stories of like uh, lots of re- resilience. Uh, police yeah. officers that are having to deal with like uh, many issues in our communities. So like uh, it, it was like in the back of my head, like uh, thinking about it, but like. Uh, um, of course the CFL is calling you Like it's also one of my dreams to play uh, pro football so yeah I wasn't gonna, uh, wasn't <laughs> I gonna <laughs> say no that. to it
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you got drafted by the Eskimos in yes. 2013 and That's you right. played uh, DN for four years, tell yeah. us about those years what was it like being a part of that team
0: it was great, I mean like um, I like the fact that the uh, Edmonton, uh, the Edmonton Eskimos really really try to like uh, be involved in the community and um, uh, going to the mustard seed uh, doing these community appearances uh, really uh, made me fall in love with uh, edmonton and at that moment i was like you know what like i really love this city i'm not gonna i don't think i, I want to live like anywhere else <laughs> which is funny <laughs> because my parents are in calgary right now have oh. been in calgary for years oh really <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so are they eskimo fans are they stamps fans they are eskimo okay
0: fans. <laughs> very good <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> so
1: those four years and kind of like probably obviously one of the highlights would have been winning that winning that Grey it has got to be a big pinnacle. I mean, a couple of years in, so yeah, drafted in in 13, you won the Grey Cup in in 15. Did you think at that point, okay, maybe this is it and (laughs) let's get moving? Do you still wear your ring?
0: I don't have my ring here. My parents have my rings, <laughs> yeah. so you can uh, have a reminder that you know it's uh, it's all about Eskimos, <laughs> not, not <a> Calgary.
1: <laughs> um, you talked about the Edmonton Eskimos and about how um, involved they are in the community yeah. and uh, how important that that was was to you. I, I think that is one of my favorite things. One of my yeah. favorite things about that organization is the commitment to the to the community yeah. and um, you know on so many different levels they. Do do it whether it's you know the the at uh, at the at, at Klondike Days or K Days whatever it is out there with the kids the alumni association yeah. if you need something for a walk they'll they'll send someone out. Um, what lesson did that teach you about giving back to the community? Well, it teaches
0: me that, like uh, it's not uh, everybody that have uh, the same life experience. So like uh, if someone is going through like hardship and then you're able to help them like. Uh, like, it's it can happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, be there for them. Just like the Eskimos are doing. Just like uh, our EPS core... One of our EPS core value is, like, you know, like, community, right? Yes. Like, just be there for each other, so... And that's,
1: that's what why. it is. So when you left the CFL, you ended up working at uh, the Reman Centre yes. for a while. That must have been eye-opening as well for you.
0: That was eye-opening, yeah. I uh, worked on uh, the gang unit and also worked on uh, the mental health unit. It was a very, very eye-opening. It was kind of like uh uh like a bridge toward like what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah I really enjoyed my time at ERC.
1: Okay so let's take a break here at 3.15 we're talking with uh, Ellie Nagoy he is a former Edmonton Eskimo now one of the newest (laughs) one of the newest Edmonton police officers uh, one of the members of the EPS so want to talk about that transition and what you learned from football how it went into policing and that whole journey into Mm. where you are right now stick around more right after this. Uh, Ellie Nagoy joining me in studio former D-end and Grey Cup winner with the Edmonton Eskimo Eskimos back in 2015. Policing had always been a dream for him. Um, moved to Canada from uh, the DRC, from uh, Congo, D-Democ- Democratic Republic of Congo, when he was 10 years old, yeah. so 20 years ago. And I, I think it's interesting you, you you talk about... You talk about... Um, how the police there weren't very respected. Yeah. Your kind of your first interactions with police, even in Canada, was uh, a little off-putting. But this was something that you wanted to do because you wanted to to, to 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 be a change. You wanted to make yeah. make this change in your world. So when you finally, um, you know, you go through that whole process, because it's not just a hey, I put my hand up and I want to <laughs> be an Edmonton police officer. No, it's not. It is quite the process, isn't it? Like, how long uh, did that take?
0: It took uh, a long a long time, honestly. So, like, uh, there are these uh, run with recruit run uh, that happen, like, uh, twice a week. You need to go to those. Because mm-hmm. uh, you can imagine that uh, I haven't I've played defensive end. I was I was bigger, like 280 pounds. So, like, uh, and then in police, it's uh, a lot of running, a lot of endurance. It's <laughs> yeah. <So>, like uh, like, <laughs> you need to do your physical. So, like, I showed up on my first test and I failed uh, the peep test.
1: You failed it.
0: I failed it. Yeah, I did fail it. <laughs> so, like, uh, I had to reschedule uh, it's funny because I re- remember calling the uh, staff surgeon Flama and telling him, "Well, you know what? I failed. I didn't pass. Uh, I was so close, but I failed. I didn't pass the beep test. So like at that moment, I have to restart the process and like do another physical." So.
1: Okay, so did you have to drop some size?
0: Uh drop a lot of size. Yeah. Okay,
1: may I <laughs> ask? May I ask what you weigh in now at?
0: Right now I'm like 245 pounds. So
1: 245. So, so yeah. yeah, so drop 40 pounds. And, of course, that ha- does help with being able to move fast and the running, all of that, doesn't it? it? definitely
0: does. It does help.
1: Yeah, there's a difference between, you know, stopping somebody and then chasing somebody. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mental side of it as well, there's a number of, of tests that go through that, it's like psychological things. And, well, like, did you think it was going to be or did you know that it was going to be that, um, that in-depth?
0: I can tell you that like uh from what I went through in terms of tests, uh, it's uh I was tested by the best of the best. And at that moment I knew that uh EPS was uh amongst the best uh uh police in North America. Cause like yeah, I had to do a psych test. To uh, (laughs) do the polygraph. Yes. To uh, talk to my file manager uh, to uh, to review my file. You know, review everything like criminal checks, everything.
1: (laughs) You know, can you compare? uh, Let's say you know training camp just wrapped up for the Eskimos. Can you compare training camp to what you had to do to prepare to become a police officer? I mean, training camp is what two weeks short. This takes a lot longer. Can you can you compare that?
0: Okay, uh, so the difference between training camp and then uh, 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 police training is uh, the fact that when you go into training, you know that there are going to be a test every day. Yeah. You need to be on your toes at any moment, which is the same thing in training camp because you don't know when you're going to get released. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, as long as you know your playbook, uh, you know your play and you're able to execute it, you will be fine. But like... uh, at the training academy, like, they put you in this uh, chaos where, like, you need to be uh, to ne- be neat and prepared at all times. Yeah. In football, like, uh, <laughs> it's hard. You know, it, physical is very, very hard. But, like, uh, at the training academy, you need to be prepared mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically.
1: Are you, are you worried that your size could be... Um- or not word, I'm looking go. You. your size could be beneficial and it could be a hindrance. It could be a challenge as well yeah. on the street. Don't you yeah. think?
0: Well, it depends, right? It depends uh, on how uh, of a professional you are. Mm-hmm. right? I've been a professional playing uh, pro football. I believe that I can be a professional uh, while working in the street and inter- interacting with the community. Um, of course, if I show up into a call and then they see this uh, big officer, <laughs> they might maybe, like, take a step back a little bit. But I believe that I'm able to put myself at... Um Anybody's size and trying to get uh, their point of view, you know, to see like walk in their shoes and then understand what they're going through at that moment because uh, that's what's important.
1: Well, even just you walking in here, your demeanor coming in, you're <laughs> yeah. very, you're very kind, very, mm-hmm. very nice. And I mean, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting for you. Do you miss football?
0: I mean, I do miss football. Yeah, but like, uh, do I regret my choice right now? Absolutely not. Like, I think uh, policing is uh, one of the best jobs in the world, if not the best for me. So <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't miss it.
1: Do you watch the games still? Do you go to any of the games?
0: Uh, I watch the games, yeah. Like tonight, uh, Eskimos are playing Montreal, like yeah. the last two teams that I played for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'll
0: definitely be watching that. And I'll be going to the Esk game a lot this year, so.
1: Do you think, um, um, and did you follow all the, ch- all the, the changes that happened in the off season? What do you think about uh, what the team looks like this year?
0: I think I mean uh, Edmonton got Trevor Harris and Mike Riley had to leave and yeah. went to BC. Uh, that was the main main change. I think but the Eskimos are still going to be fine, honestly.
1: Yeah. So what happens next with you on the job? You're teamed up, I think, with a with a with a, uh, like a training partner for the next little while, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'll be t- uh, I'll be uh, with uh, Mrs. Powell and the. Uh, uh, Johnson for about six uh, six months, is okay. it? Six months or about 20 weeks. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to be learning from them and, uh, yeah, get better from there.
1: At the end of it all, where do you see, you know, this policing career in the next 10 years? What do you think it's going to bring to your world? And what do you hope that you're going to bring to the city of Edmonton and the Edmonton Police Service?
0: I mean, like, uh, there's a new chief in town. Yes. Of uh, I think that's uh, very, very exciting. And, yeah, in terms of me, like, um, I think that, like, I'll be able to uh, uh have a great fulfilling career and then uh through my path i believe that i'll be helping a lot of people especially uh, young people because like uh, when i was 15 i could have turned and went the other way mm-hmm. also right so uh that's what i intend to do i intend to be involved in a uh, lots of programs uh, to help the youth i intend to uh, you know serve uh, in the best of my ability, really.
1: Well, so. you know what, And some of those lessons that you learned from the Eskimos about yes. being involved and, and giving back to the community. That's huge. And you're doing that in your in your job as well. You know yeah. what, I think uh, Ellie, that uh, Edmonton is is lucky to have you. The Edmonton Police Service <laughs> is is lucky to have you. And best of luck with your career. I think it's going to be absolutely wonderful for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Ellie McGoy joining me in studio this afternoon. If you're interested in applying to be an Edmonton Police Officer, you can find out more information at Join EPS dot C-A-